I uh, <clears throat> I was gonna go get water, but then I realized that I am on the perfect kombucha buzz right now. Ooh, it's a nice. living beverage. I had a uh, some apple cider vinegar variant that uh, was an apple cinnamon kombucha. Which uh, which company? <sighs> Boy, it starts with a K. Kavita. Um, yeah, Kavita. Uh huh. Yeah, it comes in a brown bottle. Yeah. Yeah. I have a strict whatever's on sale policy with my kombucha because yeah. otherwise that shit's like $4 a bottle or three fifty mm-hmm. or something. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Um, let me, I'm going to show you, uh, you, you booch, right? We've booched together. I love, I love kombucha. Oh man. For, for the listeners that aren't aware of kombucha and its powers, um, Kombucha is an alcoholic jellyfish beverage. (laughs) I think that's the best description, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It just like looks like there's a living jellyfish in there and, uh, and it's slightly alcoholic. It's yeah. It's fermented tea. Yeah. It's a fermented tea and they ferment it by pulling off of a culture that is roughly resembling like a, uh, I don't know, kind of like a living frisbee. A f- I was thinking placenta. Ooh, yeah, yeah. What's grosser, comparing it to a placenta or saying the words flesh frisbee? Wait, I just, uh, oh boy. Yeah. I also just had a, a an image. Mm. Uh, I'm not quite, it's not fully fully made up in my mind yet, but placentar? Placentar. What is that a combination of? Oh, a centaur. Uh, a centaur and a centaur. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like that's what you call a centaur when it's in placenta form. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. You're like, oh, look at the placentar. It's going to be a boy. Adorable placentar. Um, I guess I guess centaurs are never placenta. Humans are never placenta. That's just extra baggage. Hmm. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> wow. So many, so many possible titles for this episode already. That's great. Yeah. Um, the placentar. I'm. I like that. Uh, I. I just sent you a, uh, an image of the greatest kombucha you'll ever have. Is it um, trilogy? Spoiler. No. Error. Okay. It's by a company. It's any anything by this company called Bear Culture from Cornelaine. Bear uh, Culture. It is, absolutely phenomenal. The are you greatest. sending this to me on the on the Skype box, or are you texting uh-huh. me this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm, phenomenal, huh? So how many? Uh, okay, so so say price wasn't an issue, all right? Mm-hmm. Say that you just had access to unlimited kombucha. How many mm-hmm. bottles do you think you could safely drink in a day? Personally, um, yeah. Personally, I would stick to just one really a day because otherwise i have a tendency to have some real gastrointestinal distress yeah see the thing about this living beverage is it uh will kind of mm, it's known to make you uh shit yourself i don't know how to put that elegantly Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i don't think there is any elegant way to put that yeah if you drink too much of it you you may just randomly shit yourself uh Mm mm-hmm because it's for hilarious social situations. Yeah, it's a living beverage. Um, and it's it probiotic. Probiotic, yes. Oh, Bear Culture. That's a neat bottle. I like that bottle mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, they're very, they look really nice on the shelf. And the people that own it are super awesome. 
That's Bear Culture, B-A-R-E. Um, they used the Bleeding Cowboys font for their logo, <laughs> which is a How terrible disaster. How do you know disaster. that font? Uh, <laughs> a terrible disaster. That's just a very recognizable font. Once you see Bleeding Cowboy, it's kind of hard to forget it because it's you usually see it. see it. Yeah, you see it in like low-grade tattoo parlors. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, their logo is a little busy for me, but uh, I promise you the kombucha is otherworldly. And it makes your makes your gut a little busy as well. Makes it makes it super busy and happy. There it is, the bleeding cowboys font. Oh my god, that really is it. Yep, yep, that's the one. It's free. <sighs> Dang. All right. How's your week, good. buddy? Uh, it's been good, man. Yeah. I, uh, I've just been super busy. I'm working extra this week, so I only have today is my only weekend day. Yeah, there is a is there trouble in the hen house? What's going on over there? No, uh, just somebody taking time off next week, and mm. so I have to learn to do their job in a few hours worth of training. So mm. that'll be fun. Gotta <laughs> um, love the world of retail, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. You're a manager uh, so, now. Don't complain. <laughs> that's gonna be great. Um, mm. We might be sitting on some extra cases of stuff for a few years because I'll probably accidentally <laughs> order a few things that we don't sell any of. But, hey, at least there's a warm body to fill the space. That's true. And as long as your kombucha doesn't go dry, you're not going to have the raving like kombucha maniacs trying to chase I you down. did forget to order kombucha last weekend, so we did run out. Are you of, kidding me? Oh, that's tragic. Like the, the main brand, the GT stuff. You know, people um, rely on that to shit. Like yeah, you have not you as have... much as not as much as psyllium husk. Psyllium <laughs> husk is the thing. <laughs> yeah. Will will people be like? I don't think you understand. If I don't get yeah. this product in my body, we are going to have some issues. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, I've had I've had a few stories from older <laughs> folks that I'd rather not have heard uh, while I'm showing them where the psyllium husk is. Oh boy, it's rough, dude. It's not good. Um, <sighs> Yeah, I would say that I would say the world runs on that more than kombucha for for huh. um, regular bowel movements that and dried prunes. But dried prunes are kind of the oldest trick in the book. Yeah, yeah. Um, I once had a doctor prescribe like ground up bran, like in its simplest form, mm-hmm. uh, and then you mix that with applesauce, and then. You... That sounds like a giant turd sandwich. Yeah, no, 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 but it gets better because <laughs> y- you make it almost like a cereal where it's like, okay, so that's your base. That's kind of like your cereal base. Wait, so like the bran absorbs the liquid in the applesauce? Mm-hmm. But then you kind of have like a paste, like something you could feasibly like seal two mm-hmm. bricks together pretty comfortably with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead you you take prune juice and you pour that as you would a cereal. Oh, and, sweet baby And you Jesus. kind of eat this cocktail. And I don't know if it worked or not. I mean, well, I mean, it. <laughs> I, I do know tread, if it worked or not. Tread lightly. Tread lightly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know if it worked or not, but like, <laughs> I think part of that was just my body being like, what is this? What? Get, what? This get out. it out. Get what it are out. You doing? Get yeah. it out. Why did you eat mortar? Yeah. Why did you eat. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you eat a tub of grout? Mm-hmm. So that's a. Uh, yep. Bran and applesauce cereal with prune juice for the for the milk. I would rather eat a placentar. <laughs> Just being honest. In, in this week's episode, <laughs> we're, 
we are going to uh yeah but applesauce kind of sets off my gag reflex too i don't know why i just have a thing about applesauce i'm exactly the same way with anything of that consistency i have a Mm -hmm. hard time making it through an entire thing of yogurt if there's Mm. not something mixed in with the yogurt like it it has to be yogurt with granola because if i'm Mm -hmm. just eating like a little tub of yogurt by the end of it my throat's like rejecting it yeah yeah i i've i've noticed that as well except i can do plain unsweetened unflavored yogurt just fine really because my huh. brain thinks that it's sour cream, which it pretty much is. Uh, <laughs> I like that you're okay with eating spoonful after spoonful of sour cream. Your body's ha, like, yeah, that's you, fine. Have but, you ever treated yourself to that? It's one of the greatest greatest culinary experiences you can you can get your mouth on. Just eating sour cream. Yeah. Man, one of these days you're going to tell <laughs> us a little secret about you and culinary adventures, but I don't think this is the week. <laughs> no, uh, this, today is not that day. Today's not that day, but it's coming soon. And uh, in fact, today, instead of that, whatever the thing we're not talking about, we are going to uh, do an episode. This is actually based on a listener suggestion. This is listener Travis, who is uh, a a new... He's basically, yeah, he's basically kind of like become a co-producer of this podcast because (laughs) we get so many ideas from (laughs) He's a very active listener, and we really appreciate that. Uh, He tweets us a lot. Always has good feedback and suggestions, stuff to listen to, and we love that. Uh, so he suggested that we do an episode where we kind of uh, play the role of Pandora or um, what are some other services? Pandora, Spotify, yeah, Spotify. But things that recommend like if you like this band, then mm-hmm. you might like this band. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're we're actually going to try that out just for you know we're, a couple songs. We're here to prove that we're better than some computer algorithm which I'm certain that we're not, but uh, (laughs) hopefully we can provide a little personal touch. Yeah. It's amazing what you can find on those. Um, Mm, You got, I know. Yeah. So uh, you want to lead off? Should I lead off? uh, What are are you, what are you feeling? I'm feeling, I'm feeling your first pick first. Right on. So the first pick and, and trust me that I realize the strength of this statement, but I will choose to stand by it. Uh, if you like Snow Patrol and Brand New, or Brand New, if you like either one of these bands, I, I think that you would like a band called Again for the Win. Uh, I found these guys, man, a few years back. They posted something on Reddit like, hey, check out our album. The name of the album is, uh, let's see bonus deluxe version or something like that they have a lot of internet <laughs> references from 2000 uh, okay yeah from like 2014 a lot of references uh <laughs> i thought that i thought that was just kind of like a mistyped album name but it, the album really is called bonus deluxe version yeah yeah uh and at first you know there's some songs on here called dude seriously and there's one that's called look what this like look what some jackass wrote and like there's song titles like that so i'm like okay this is gonna be like frat rock or something and it turns out that there are some like transcendent, really good songs on this album. Uh, so the one that I want to talk about today is called Here or It Didn't Happen. She stood at the ledge of a bridge Wearing a vanilla overcoat Nothing left to 
kind of see the snow patrol reference like right away I'm, I'm not just kind of it's like i mean i feel like gary lightbody is is moonlighting as a singer for this band <laughs> like an indie rock band yeah <laughs> <laughs> they've since put out two more cds that i would definitely recommend uh their their album we've been here forever is also very good but man this album and this song it's just <sighs> I'm not going to say it has potential because like it's a finished polished album, but mm-hmm. I think the first time that you listened to it, it kind of, you said that it sounds like a B side to snow patrol, right? Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a, like, like if snow patrol were to put out an unreleased B sides album from when they were recording in like 2002, mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. this would have been on there for sure. And that's not to diss on like their production value because really like their songs have really good instrumental transitions. There's lots of different types of instruments. They really have a sound locked in and it feels like somebody actually like took the time to master this album and stuff, Mm -hmm. but it still just has like a little bit of that rawness, a little bit of that garage sound. Uh, And I feel like that probably was intentional. Uh, But either way, I really like it. I mean, I love anything like that in punk rock or rock music where it just sounds like, you can you can almost imagine yourself like in the room with them playing. It doesn't sound like this weird band that's in this sterile environment. It sounds like they're actually just like playing somewhere. So yeah, you can actually imagine seeing them play all these instruments and stuff. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So highly recommend that band. Um, I, the brand new reference. I know that you don't really get it from that song. Uh, you'll see a lot more of that in like the song called "I Saw Jesus" or. Uh, the coolest dude at the party or the coolest dude at the lake <laughs> weird song titles <laughs> but anyway if you like snow patrol check out again for the win that's that's my first yay nice yeah we that's a, i mean i feel like that's a hard one to follow because your first suggestion sounds exactly like 
the band that you compared them to. So <laughs> that's a hard act to follow. Yeah, um, yeah. Especially since both of my picks this week are based on the same band. Yeah, uh, yeah. And just so happened that I was listening to a lot of things that sound like... Okay, so mm-hmm. anybody who knows me is going to be a little <laughs> bit shocked by this, but I was listening to some things this week that sound like Radiohead. <laughs> it finally happened. And I like to shit on Tom York a lot, but... Uh, it's, it's... I, I think... <laughs> I think I'm willing to accept the fact that Radiohead is a good band. It's not that Tom York is bad. He's just the worst, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's kind of I don't funny. Know. I, I, think, I think between a, a fight for the worst, I think Billy Corgan would probably win. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, there's somewhere... There's somehow even more pretension stuffed into Billy Corgan, even though mm-hmm. there's, like, way less commercial success. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But the ego is still just enormous. What yeah. a strange guy. Have I talked to you about his solo album? No. Oh, mm. God. I actually like some of the tracks. This is Billy it's... Corgan, uh, frontman from the Smashing Pumpkins, for those tuning in at home. Uh, mm-hmm. He's bald. He is strange. He sings songs about the world being a vampire. Mm. <sighs> yeah. And rats in cages and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Radiohead, that's a yeah. big band to compare yeah, you know, I, I was listening to a couple of these songs and trying to think of someone to compare them to. Um, and they're all kind of, or they're both, they're all, <laughs> they're both kind of, of <laughs> um, fairly, I don't know, uh, alternative is such a broad term these days that it's hard to describe something as alternative rock because everything's alternative rock. Yeah, um, Muse is alternative yeah a lot of things um, yeah <laughs> um so yeah it was it's hard to it was hard for me to think of someone to compare these people to and i was like who else is you know who else is kind of hard to place in mm. a pigeonhole and radiohead came to mind and i i happen to have a pretty extensive radiohead discography on my computer despite never listening to it <laughs> um I think it's been gifted to me over the years to try and convince me that they're not the devil. But I think I was probably responsible for a few of those albums. <laughs> I bet so. I, mean, I know you anything, were responsible you'd... for In Rainbows. <laughs> In Rainbows, that's my shit, though. That's a good album. Yeah, Weird Fishes is a pretty good song. Uh, but Kid A, oh, man. It... Yeah, that's that's what I was listening to today and decided that these two bands that I picked are, are similar. Okay, um, okay. So my first pick um, is is by a group called oh god sorry um (laughs) (laughs) my first pick is by a group called the new regime and the song title is this is a new world
So I told you in the pre-show that I was going to provide you with an interesting tidbit about the new regime. Yeah, you kind of teased me there. Uh huh. Yeah, because I knew, <laughs> I knew if I shared the tidbit beforehand, <laughs> that you would have either hung up or made me change songs. So okay, so um, I need to let me state my opinion before you reveal. Sure. It, yeah, yeah. 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 You go right ahead. <laughs> let me, what do you so, think of this? So the first minute and a half, I completely see. The Radiohead reference, I mean, we've got the high-pitched falsetto, we've got the mellow, we've got the just super chill guitar in the back with a lot of reverb. Uh, right around the two-minute mark, it picks up. I guess all this to say, I like it. It's interesting. The chorus rocks hard, and then it sits back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the fluctuation. Yeah, but it seems like good musicality. Uh, it's not a super original sound, but I'd be mm-hmm. curious to see, like, how this sound would apply over a full album. Like, I, I actually want to listen to more of these people, but I want to mm-hmm. listen to, like, the full album and, and see kind of how they play with this sound. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my initial impression. I'll, uh, I guess yeah, you, can, the, you can ruin it the for rest, me. <laughs> the rest of their stuff um, is a bit more... Oh, how do you... I don't know how to say it. Not thrashy, but more rocky, for sure. Uh, not Not quite as slow and and melodic as this one is Hmm, it's basically like they basically sound like the chorus of this song (laughs) but for (laughs) for a whole album um but anyway the uh the tidbit that i wanted to share with you is that the uh singer for this group Mm. is the current drummer for both um for Uh. both angels and airwaves and Nine Inch Nails. What? Really? And he also sings in the New Regime. Yeah, this is this started off as his solo project. So he started off by playing everything. So this is and... the drummer from Angels and Airwaves, which is a super group head, head uh, frontman by Tom DeLonge. Mm-hmm. But he also plays for Nine Inch Nails currently. Mm-hmm. But he's a multi-instrumentalist. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know. That's kind of what got me started on him. Um, I could see why. I mean, I do kind of feel like why he would be a good fit for Angels and Airwaves, like even in this song a bit. Yeah. Huh. It wasn't Um, he. Okay. So that's a super group, Angels and Airwaves. I thought he was the one that started in like The Offspring or something like that. Oh, Maybe that's the guitarist. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I can't remember. I'm not super familiar with them. Man, now you have me wondering. The new regime. Elon Rubin. Hmm. And he was in Lost Prophets, which... That's what it was, a... Lost Prophets. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man, um, rest in peace, Lost Prophets. That's yeah. so sad. Who uh, <sighs> also Lost Prophets had in the studio, they had Josh Fries, who was another Nine Inch Nails drummer. Really? And Perfect Circle drummer. Man, um, can you? did you ever listen to Lost Prophets? Uh, they're one super popular song. Do you feel like you could listen to them again? I think so, yeah. Even after all that stuff came out? I think so. Okay. Wait, what What? What stuff? Uh, the front man for Lost Prophet, he's like a, a kitty diddler, like, big time. Oh. Anyway, but this drummer, he's good. I like yeah. him. Elon Rubin. <laughs> yeah, he recorded with Paramore as well in the nice. studio. Um, That's yeah, it. Yeah, he's, he's all over the place. 
That's great. It it blows my mind that the lead singer Haley Williams at Paramore, she's our age. Really? Yeah. She's like exactly our age. Maybe even still, like a little bit younger. I still have this notion that anybody that's successful is at least 15 years older than I am. Right? No, but she was born in 88. Hmm. Yeah. Weird, wow. right? <laughs> and she's been famous for like the last like decade at least. Uh, what am I doing with my life? Uh, we can't talk about it right now because that's for yeah. the, that's for a later episode. True. Uh, um, have but you anyway, been... yeah, I I really like I really like um, his voice. I like their style on this on this uh, song in particular because it's got those more melodic um, verses and. Mm-hmm. I think it it just speaks to his uh, his talent because he's obviously not half-assing it at anything. Because no, I don't know if you've ever seen Nice Nails live, but uh, he's pretty <laughs> you, good. Yeah, you sweat a lot playing those songs because mm-hmm. it, a lot of those songs. I don't know if he composed them using a drum machine, but he definitely like yeah, it, he like expects watching, you to perform as a machine. Yeah, watching uh, Elon Rubin play March of the Pigs live was. Mm. One of the more impressive feats of drumming I've ever heard. Make you feel better. Beats have grown No, they can now sleep soundly. Yeah. And everything is all. Good pick, good pick, yeah. I update on on my life real quick. I know you didn't uh, ask, but I'm just gonna force it. Is it goats? Is it goats? No, I wish. <laughs> I, I can talk about goats if you want. I found one of the spots that they're getting out from under the fence. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I didn't fix it because I kind of like chasing them down. <laughs> <laughs> but now I know where it is. Uh huh. So, but no, I I am in a new house oh yeah you are yeah though you are not yet hearing the new studio unfortunately yeah Um, that's okay you can just keep building it up keep teasing me (laughs) i know right i was really hoping i'd have it up by this week but yeah uh the other person who's going to be keeping stuff in this house she's kind of filled up one of the rooms and i'm not sure where i'm going to put my studio so everything's just kind of in flux what were you saying yeah um oh i was gonna say uh if any listeners are wondering how um what kind of house you're in and and how how the whole move is going 
Mm. Um, you recently purchased this house in cash, right? Because of all of our six sponsorships. Yeah, yeah. Uh, straight up cash because mm-hmm. um, Squarespace keeps giving me money just to like yeah, have, like w- like six digits a week, right? Yeah, and the thing is, we don't even have to advertise them. We just built our website using Squarespace. And we just trust that like enough people are finding it that, you know, for some reason, Squarespace profits from that. So yeah, it's great. Yeah. So I bought this house. Whoa. House in cash. Um, yes. I'm, I'm very wealthy at Sweet. Bee, beekeepers, you know, they make money. Yeah. No. Yeah. I've, I've heard that. But the good thing is, well, I mean, depending on, depending on who you ask, the whole upstairs is carpeted. We're talking every room, including the bathrooms, including the mm. master bathrooms. Uh, I love me some kitchen with carpet in it. Oh, I guess the carpet's actually... There's no carpet in the kitchen, correct? I have a carpeted kitchen. Do you really? I have a goddamn carpeted kitchen. What is wrong with people? Is it is it the short, super short carpet that's just like yeah. technically carpet? Okay. Yeah. It's better than like a matted carpet, but still, dude. But it's what's... the worst. It is the worst when you... <sighs> When you mince as much garlic as I do and end up <laughs> dropping some of it, I, just, I have like garlic scented carpet. Oh no! Which I love, but I'm not sure if if my guests do when they come over. Just the Italian um, ones, I guess. But man, oh. you, you need to get a garlic uh, smasher thing. Do you not use those? Oh, that's 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 for another podcast. Okay, you have some opinions yeah. about that. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and what kind of people use garlic smashers? Oh, okay. No. You know, I've mm-hmm. seen I've seen chefs use garlic smashers. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got some things to say about those chefs. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll save you, that for I another hope podcast. You felt the, I hope you felt the air quotes around that term, chef. I just wish there was a place where you could talk about that sort of thing. <laughs> if only. Yeah. Um. But so. Anyway, new house, lots of carpet, and that's a good thing, if only for recording purposes. Ah, uh, true. Mm-hmm. Because, like, good carpet means I don't have to, like, treat the rooms quite as much. Um, yes, we in the biz, we call that acoustic treatment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I just have, like, one, quote, wall of the house is already treated, uh, which is to say the floor has carpet. So mm-hmm. when I do get the studio up, my voice really will sound just... So silky after all the other treatments. I'm so excited. (sighs) Next week, I promise. (laughs) We have to. We'll have to do something special. You'll have to like sing karaoke to one of the songs, maybe. Uh, We'll see about that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, so now that I've given you the unrequested update on my life. Yeah. uh, No, I. (laughs) I'm really so. I'm really bad at. I've. I've, (laughs) I've realized this in the past few weeks. I'm really bad at asking people how it's going or how their mm. day is or how, you know, people that I haven't seen in a while asking how their life is, even though mm. that's kind of the default thing to do because people always ask me that. But I usually find small talk so painful. Yeah. That I've just programmed it out of myself to ask those things because I basically small talk with 20 different coworkers every day that I go to work. <laughs> and it's always like, Oh, hey, how's it going? How was your weekend? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And it's always like, hi, I'm good. It was good. How was yours? It was good. We made dinner. Oh, cool. We went to a movie. That's neat. Like, yep. Yep. And then it spirals out from there. Ugh. Yeah. I feel you. And I've I've kind of stopped doing the whole, like, asking how are you in return. Uh, 
kind of for the same reasons, but it has backfired me on cases where it's like, oh, that person was only asking because they wanted me to ask them. Yeah, it's well, like, uh, those people being... are just going to tell them tell you anyway. <laughs> and then and they're, they're going to make you feel bad it. about it for some reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. People people joke that I miss social cues sometimes, and it's like, I don't know. I just don't want to be social sometimes. <laughs> exactly. It's like, I, sure, sometimes I miss social cues. I'm only human, you know. I can only pay attention to so many things at once. But, like, a lot of the times it's like, no, no, I, I meant to not do that. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe that makes me an asshole. But uh, onward to the next track that I'm excited to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is not like an unknown uh, song that I'll be at. No, no, no. Okay. So let me set this up for you. Uh, I don't know how many of you listen to like top 40 radio, um, at least people in the U.S. top 40 stuff. But there's a song that's been coming on lately called Down by Marion Hill, right? And mm-hmm. I'll, I'll play a little bit of, bit of that for you right now, just so you kind of recognize what I'm talking about. Okay, so it's it's a good song. It's really catchy. There's some singing. It kind of breaks into like a trip hop beat. It's really kind of unique for top forty radio. Not gonna lie, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's a really compelling song. And when I first heard it, I'm like, what is this? Am I back in Missoula where there's actually like a legitimate like college radio station that plays good music? And it's like, oh no, nope, this is top forty. This is top forty now. Yeah, but it did remind me. I'm like, man, there's a lot of music that is like this that just never made it into the top 40 just because i guess i mean it they all got relative success but only in their own genre so i'm talking bands like pretty lights uh let me pull up the list here (laughs) (laughs) talking band i'm talking band band i'm talking one band yeah oh boy but like pretty lights ill gates there we go there's the genre I have it labeled as hip hop instrumental for some reason. Hmm. Uh, Cash Jordan, Dirt. Mm. RJD2 is a really popular one. Uh, mm-hmm. Ronald Jenkins. Anyway. Hello, YouTubes. Hello, YouTubes. And then he plays that stupid fire beat. Um, yeah. But the band that I actually want to talk about that this reminded me of uh, is a person maybe it's a group i don't know but it's called glad kill uh you if you've seen glad kill like on youtube and stuff usually they have like a little blue squirrel as their logo i don't know why but uh wait isn't that black mill oh you're right i always mix up black mill and glad kill maybe that's part of why it. yeah right <laughs> <laughs> but the glad kill song that i want to talk about it's uh it's actually a remix of the song Twilight Galaxy by Metric. So here's that for you. Twilight Galaxy 
this song this is like kind of a classic for like when when dubstep was kind of starting to take off this one kind of came out and took everyone by storm were you there for that i i was there for that because of you okay that's fair because you i i'm pretty sure you put this on a usb thumb drive and put it on my computer without me noticing and then just played it mm, probably I yeah if i'm remembering that do correctly that. Do yeah. not leave your computer unlocked around me, or I will just put on <laughs> random stuff. Sometimes you'll be thankful for it. Sometimes. Like this this time. Yeah, yeah. Because this song, it's it's not even really the same genre as Down, but it has a lot of the same elements. It has a beautiful singer. Um, it has kind of a break, but it's chill, but it also gets a little more intense. I don't know. It's, it, it's I think that if you even like what you just heard, look up Gladkill. Look up all of his stuff. Mm-hmm. because it's all kind of in the same vein of like this kind of like chill step. I don't know. Yeah. I like it, it, it though. It toes the line enough away from from what's become traditional mm-hmm. dub sounding stuff to um it's got enough I don't know, it it doesn't assault you <laughs> like a lot yeah, of that stuff yeah. does. It's like you settle into a groove instead of like having your face melted yeah exactly yeah it's good for that yeah yeah it's a great uh atmosphere piece for sure totally so uh yeah good stuff good stuff oh question um Mm -hmm. so tapioca pudding is that enough texture is that is that enough texture that you don't like choke on it can you eat it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay okay Mm -hmm. like tapioca and rice pudding cottage cheese is one of the greatest foods ever created cottage cheese is so good i keep forgetting about that Man, I get that extra cultured stuff, and it's Whoa. like sour and oh, uh, I don't know about so that. It's so good. It's so good. Extra cultured, so it's just like soured it's, a bit longer. Yeah, it's just got more more cultures in it, so it's got a bit more of that tang to it. Is it still watery, or does it kind of thicken up like sour cream? It thickens up a little bit. Hmm. Uh, it's by Nancy's, the one that I. Oh yeah, I Nancy's. Eat. I've I mm-hmm. buy their yogurt from time to time. Okay, mm-hmm. so rice pudding. There mm-hmm. is a shop in Greenwich Village um, in New York, and mm-hmm. it's, it, it's called Rice Cream Shop, mm-hmm. and it's labeled, and it's set up to look exactly like an old-school ice cream parlor, 
but it's not ice cream. It is, in fact, tubs of rice pudding. And they have, Whoa. like, 20 varieties of rice pudding. They have a really good cookies and cream, pistachio, all that. Huh. And you buy just, like, a cup of rice pudding. And that's, that's, so that's what they do. City. Yeah, right? That's the only place where you could, like, really have an... Can you rice. can you imagine a, a, a rice cream shop in Laurel, Montana? How many? Oh, it would get vandalized so quickly. Like, how many confused cowboys would walk in there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You would just hear every variation of the word like "libtard faggot" and like every yeah. variation of that once yeah. they figured out what was actually happening. Oh. Uh... I I love our state, but sometimes it's a bit short on a few things. Yeah. Like acceptance. Yeah, and rice pudding. And rice pudding. That's something I definitely wish I had more of in my life. Hmm. I should I need to make it. Yeah, dude, it can't be that hard. If only there were a place that I could talk about how I made it with some weird seasonings. Yeah, well, too bad that'll never happen. Yeah. Tapioca. Dreams don't come true. No, they don't. Shoot. <sighs> tapioca pudding though what's a tap yeah. what is tapioca well so i think okay so tapioca in tapioca pudding is is ground up tapioca pearls in my mind okay so where where does tapioca come from uh tapio clams yep so tapio clams make tapioca pearls okay uh-huh. and then they they grind those up and you have the little smaller tapioca pieces that go on tapioca pudding but no it's it's a uh, much like kombucha, it is a sea creature that makes tapioca pearls. Mm-hmm. It's tapioca clam. Okay. Look it up. You're, so you and the guy that was trying to tell me that cashews grow underground the other day are in the <laughs> same camp. Cashews grow underground? Yeah. Uh, I, I was filling the cashews at work, and he's like, isn't it cool that these grow underground like peanuts? Not on a tree like everybody thinks. And I wanted... Um, I mean, aside... I, what was he thinking of? And he—he he was a guy that you know should know better, like pretty much everybody. I don't know. Man, you really got to wiki this shit. I, I, yeah, cashews I, are definitely tree stuff, right? They're at least yeah. A bush. Oh, absolutely. There's one. No, it's a tree, and it, it's they grow on what looks like an apple. There's like mm. a fruit. There's a cashew fruit, yeah, but that's... instead of the seed. The cashew, the nut coming from the inside of the fruit, like, mm-hmm. uh, say, a walnut, they mm-hmm. grow on the ends of the apple-looking things. So, Oh, that's unlike a lot of nuts. Hmm. God damn it. Sorry, my cat's putting himself through the blinds. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the cashew grows on the end of the apple, uh, hmm. for lack of a better term. It's pretty pretty cool, which is also why they're so expensive. So next time you go to your local health food store and bitch out the employees for why cashews are so expensive. I do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Think about all the work that has to go into picking those things. I wonder what a cashew apple tastes like. I, some, something, some part of me wants to say that they're toxic and you should not eat them. Mm, This makes sense. Uh, yeah. (sighs) Anyway, uh, cashews do not grow on the ground. Okay. That's... that's what makes that's what makes them a nut and not a legume, like a peanut. Oh, okay, okay. I like how mm-hmm. peanuts with nut in the name is is not a nut. It's a legume, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's God. I really just wish I could talk about food more often. Yeah, dude, you really. 
There might be something to this. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll have to talk after the show. Yeah. Shoot. Um, <laughs> what you have for Oh, picks? yeah, the show. I forgot yeah. we're still recording. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I said, we're we're continuing on the uh, on the Radiohead wagon here, mm-hmm. which I don't – that term has never – that phrase has never come out of my mouth before. Radio wagon on the radio head wagon. Mm. Um, well, there used to be radio flyer wagons. Yeah, so. those were those yeah. were kind of the shit. Yeah. Um, so you're hearing a lot of clicking around, but I just gotta get to the right spot here. Mm-hmm. So the next pick I've got, uh, I think, is kind of what inspired this whole this whole thing. Um, besides Travis, but yes. Yeah, besides Travis, because uh, he kind of gave us the initial idea. And then um, we actually had this this group contact us on Twitter um, asking us to take a listen to one of their songs. I said, sure, why not? You know, it's it's always great to get new new stuff and um, I'm happy to happy to support people that are happy to support people that are getting out there and trying to get their name out there. Um, so this next pick is from a group called Run in Red and the song is called The Ricochet. kind of have the same thing going on as uh your first pick uh again for the win mm-hmm. as far as like 
kind of that more raw sound. Um, yeah, which, yeah. Which serves them so well, I think. Um, I love the uh, kind of the distance that the vocals have, that mm-hmm, the vocal mm-hmm. track has on this. Uh, it gives it a very ethereal sort of quality that I think is is pretty much indicative of any um, any Radiohead or Tom York song. Hold on. God damn it. My cat is trying to dig a hole through the carpet to get out of the room. I'll be right back. Wow. The cat is freaking out. <sighs> Pavel, you're the goddamn worst. But I also love you. Okay. Sorry. Okay. We got distracted by a chocolate bar, too. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. I think you can attribute some of this rawness that you're talking about, too, to the fact that, like, these guys are relatively new as a band. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they only have, what, two songs on YouTube? Maybe, yeah. That yeah. I can find. And they were posted this year. Mm-hmm. And they're, um, I found them on iTunes and got the tracks there. And um, they're also on Spotify. So they're, they're definitely doing all the right stuff to get out there. But yeah, 2017 is the most recent release. Um, it turns out they have a new, e- or their first EP coming out on mm-hmm. May 8th. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is, that is entitled uh, The Reveled Theory Mind. Yeah. Um, so that'll I'll be looking forward to that because I really like what I hear from these guys. This is um, this is right up my alley. It's like yeah, kind of. I was like I was bouncing back and forth between Radiohead and the Shins. Oh yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, but I I just really like the direction that they go. They, you know, it's funny they described they described their genre to me when they first mm-hmm. kind of started messaging me. Um, and they came up with dream grooves, which <laughs> I thought was just awesome. Yeah. I saw that it, in the DMS and I'm like, all right, these guys are cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, but know, I think it, it totally fits because they, they have a very prominent baseline, especially in the, this track, the ricochet, um, that kind of gives it that groovy sort of feel. Yeah. I will say that I do like the Ricochet more than their other song, I'll Fade Away. I think that's just mm-hmm. kind of style preference. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, same. I will say, um, oh man, their vocalist actually reminds me of not the Shins, not Radiohead. He reminds me of the lead singer of Kings of Leon. Oh. Or Kings of Leon. Have you listened to those guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it actually yeah, like reminds earlier, me of that. Yeah, earlier... earlier... Yeah, their earlier stuff, them. back mm-hmm. when they were still kind of considered, like, country in the UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, there are definitely some things that need to be polished up with their sound, but the thing is, they're not Radiohead. They don't have the budget. Yeah. They don't have, like, the full-time, the access to producers, masters, and everything. So it's like, for given what they have, this is a very good sound, and it's off to a very good start. And I'm really looking yeah. forward to seeing, like, what they put out next. And Absolutely. they're not... They're from what Ireland, right? Dublin. Yeah, they're from Dublin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, we're we're long overdue for a. Okay, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> I love it when good <laughs> bands come out of Dublin, and these guys. I mean, if they keep it up and if they keep applying, you know, what they're learning on these tracks, I'm really looking forward to seeing like what they do and and where they go with it. Yeah, yeah. I I hope they keep embracing that kind of uh, that kind of. Like I said earlier, that kind of ethereal sound that you get from from this track, the Ricochet. Um, yeah. If you make music or if your friends make music, 
please send it to us, man. Make us listen to it because we love exploring and finding new tracks. If we like it, we'll talk about it. If we really like it, we'll reach out to you and get more information and see what we can do to, to help build them up. You know, like it's, it's kind of works for us too. Like if we post an episode and a band links to us, everybody's kind of winning. So Mm -hmm. like, feel free to same kind of, same kind of, uh, mechanic. That's the word I'm looking for. Same kind of mechanic as like, uh, uh, all the secret weapon productions podcasts kind of talking about each other. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which it's if like... you guys haven't, haven't tuned into <laughs> Clark's got another one. Um, it's called word struck. Yeah. It's a book club podcast. Uh huh. Book club podcast. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> that sounds it's, so dirty. It's um, kind of our new tagline. Yeah. It, oh, it, it's pretty dirty. We talk about <laughs> Harry Potter. It's actually, it's the one secret weapon production. That's not labeled explicit. It's the only clean one. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's only because of editing so uh-huh. yeah uh but there's also disney channel original friendship uh where they watch disney channel original movies and get drunk that's always fun uh mm-hmm. so yeah cross promotion it's a good thing for everybody but also we just like hearing other bands it's not all about promotion we we just like hearing from you guys because you're amazing we- and you're from ireland apparently <laughs> i don't yeah. know how you guys found us but that's great uh did you find out what tapioca is uh yeah it's uh cassava starch what really yeah mm-hmm. how do they get into pearls i i assume with a machine hmm wow that's uh, that that part i don't know but I, I do know that tapioca is cassava starch wait okay tapioca cassava starch i kind of like the clam thing better yeah the the, the Tapioca pearls, yeah, the tapioca clam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So many title opportunities in this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the tapioca clam. God, Son of I can't bitch. escape it. No. Oh yeah. By the way, uh, uh-huh. at the time of recording, uh, this is episode twenty-two has come out at this point. You did another goat title. You son of a bitch. We, I did. We specifically talked about goat titles. And then you referenced that by putting in ellipses before the title. So I'm not gonna say I'm I'm mad. <laughs> I, I I'm just disappointed. Even though I love <laughs> talking about goats and this secretly makes me really happy. <laughs> but I'm disappointed in you. Uh oh boy. Yeah. It just it was just we came up with it organically. It just mm-hmm. happened. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it just it had to it had to be. It yeah, just had to be. I mean, it works. It really does. Mm-hmm. Oats and goats. Because hmm. we talk about some weird shit on this podcast, and sometimes the title has to reflect that. That's true. I mean, if the first like twenty seconds of this episode doesn't indicate that. Yeah, God, hmm. I know. I feel like Run and Red suggested that we talk about their songs before they actually listen to any of our episodes. They did. Um, <laughs> that makes sense. Uh-huh. And then I they, feel like if they had listened to our episodes, they'd be like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Do we really want these guys covering us? Yeah. Um, but uh, then they said they listened to the LJ episode and, and were anxious to hear more. So. Hmm. Uh, but then I haven't heard from them since, so they probably got into some of the songs that are some of the episodes that I'm in. So oh boy, yeah, start yeah. at fifteen, guys. Just start at fifteen. Yeah, actually, pick and choose before fifteen, but 
season two, baby. It's pure anarchy, yeah. and I love it. And it's it's the this is the only way I'd have it now. Yeah, I'm gonna ride this chariot as as close to the sun as I can. <laughs> and I hope that my wings don't melt because they're made out of goat butter. That one's for you, Travis. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sure he'll appreciate that. Mm. <laughs> So if you guys want to be like Travis and tweet us all sorts of cool ideas and pretty much do our jobs for us that we are paid mm-hmm. handsomely for. <laughs> well, Clark is. I I still live in an apartment that's too expensive. And... Yeah. Well, if you had learned how to read a contract, I mean, <laughs> this is all spelled out pretty I'm being, clearly. Help, I'm being extorted. Mm, yeah. I think uh, by contract, you have to edit that out. Anyway, (laughs) yeah, you should really read the fine print there, buddy. But anyway, if you want to help us get magnificently, stupidly rich, then you can find us on Twitter at Echopod. Uh, We also have an Instagram, technically, at Echopodcast. Uh, We're also on Facebook. We're also at SecretWeaponProductions.com. Is there anything I'm missing? Um, Oh, uh I know that there by this by the time this episode's out there will be a couple new uh, blog posts up at uh, mm-hmm. intotheecho.com so head over there and check those out got some real short mm-hmm. stuff for you as well as some longer pieces um, about and one about um, Brother Ali's new song mm-hmm. uh, which is just just amazing um, so yeah head over and, and read up on that um, and yeah keep following us on Twitter share us with your friends and hopefully we'll have uh, some more bands like Running Red that want to get out there and have us help them help them do that. So, oh, I will say too. Uh, obviously, like we're limited to an hour and just a few songs per episode, but there are definitely more like if you like this, then you like that type, you know, artists and songs. Like a lot more. So we're gonna write mm-hmm. about those as well. Just kind of list them out. Maybe write about a few of them. So that'll be on the blog as well because mm-hmm. we're trying to do kind of the director's notes type thing. So keep an eye out for more tracks on the blog. Um, if you like this, then you might like this. So those will be there as well. Yeah. Cool. And uh, and on that note, uh, I'm gonna play you guys out with a with an if you like cigarettes, then you'd like this track. Um, I'll play out with a song called We Have a Map of the Piano, and it's by a band called Mum. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.